The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today, I want to chat to you all about the reasons why you're not attracting your dream clients. Now, firstly, before you even dive into this, you may think this might be a bit about marketing. You might think this might be a little bit about copywriting and not necessarily. This is going to be about understanding the mindset of your ideal client, the real clients that you really, really want to work with, the dream clients that love what you do, value what you do, want to pay money for what you do, and that leave you amazing reviews and uh, become raving fans. They're the types of dream clients that you want to work with. There's a reason why you want to work with them because you know that they that's where you can make the biggest impact. And often we need to come to some awarenesses around why we're not attracting them because we are in the attraction game. Every element of business is either attracting or repelling the types of clients that we're working with. So I want you to ask yourself firstly, what type of clients are you attracting and are you happy with that? Or would you like to change that slightly? Now, I believe that there is an energetic essence to this of how you are energetically attracting them. I believe there's also an element of presence in the way that you're showing up, right? So if you're showing up in the essence of creating that attraction with your dream clients, and it's also about the mindset piece. So believing that you are the right fit for your dream clients, because if you don't believe that you can help them, if you don't believe that you're worthy or deserve working with that level of client, then you will absolutely sabotage it every single time. So firstly, what I want to dive into is getting to know your ideal client intimately. Now, you need to understand the problems and the challenges that your ideal clients are experiencing better than they understand them, right? So you need to be able to articulate and clearly get to know the ins and outs of their challenges and be able to describe them better than they ever could. So then you feel like, or they feel like you are in their heads, that you are totally understanding them on a whole new level. If you're able to do that through your marketing, through your sharing, your videos, your content, like every piece of it, then they know you are the right fit for them. You become their go-to person. But there's a couple of different elements to this. So firstly, what we want to do is start to understand that your ideal client. And so if you haven't done a review of your ideal client profile in the last, say, six to 12 months, then I would absolutely suggest you revisit it because often we can go off on different tangents with our content or with the messaging that we're putting out to the world and the image that we're putting out to the world because we're can get very confused between us as a personal brand or uh, what we're actually focusing on, right? So always come back to who your ideal client is, dream client is, and what they want to see from you. Because if you're getting off track, then you're not going to be attracting them, obviously. So what we want to do is go back to that and see whether it's changed because you may have changed in the last six to 12 months. And so your ideal client may have slightly changed. So the problems they're experiencing may have changed the way that they're describing their problems may have changed. And so it's really important that you're staying relevant and making sure that you're still on track with who they are and what they need. So 
that goes right down to, and most importantly, I feel, is the language that they use to describe their challenges and problems. So in my latest email that is going to go out to my email list, I've put together, which went out today, so Monday the 24th, and if you want a copy of this, so send me a DM on Instagram because I'm more than happy to share it with you. I've basically broken down the main questions you need to ask yourself in order to understand your dream client to a whole new level. You need to be able to walk in their shoes and describe their challenges of what keeps them up at night, what they stress about, what goes on in their minds that they're actually not even telling other people. Like they might not even be communicating that to their friends or family or other work colleagues or their team. They're not saying it out loud, but they're thinking it. If you can get right down to that, then you know how to best serve them and you know how to attract them. Because if you're speaking about those things in such depth, they are like, you're speaking my language. I need to understand what you're sharing and I need to hear more of it, right? So we want to get as super clear as possible on who our ideal client is, what they're experiencing, And then we flip the script. Once you know what is super important to them, what they're stressing about, what's keeping them up at night, their challenges, their problems, then it's about understanding what they want to see from you. So keeping yourself in their shoes, I want you to think about as what it would look like for them to look at you and what you're portraying online. Right, Like if they're seeing you show up on stories or they're reading your content, if they're seeing your blog posts, if they're seeing your website, what image are you portraying to them? And are you embodying the person that they want to either be or are you embodying the person that they know can solve their problem for you, for them? (laughs) Now, it's important that we do this with some curiosity and compassion because I want to highlight this because it helps you see your own blind spots because often when we're in our own heads and we're not getting out of our own heads to understand our ideal client, we will be us, which is great, but we also want to make sure that we're getting to the point, right? We're, that we're actually sharing the simple little things that they need to hear in order to know that you're the right person to work with them. So with curiosity, I want you to stay in their shoes and consider what would they expect from you? in order to be the go-to person. What would they want to see from you? What would they want to hear from you? What would they want to feel from you? And what would they want to see you doing? Or what would they want you to do for them in order to be that go-to person? Does that make sense? Like if you can articulate those four, and now you probably notice they're the senses, right? Our five senses. Well, our four, because obviously we're not going to taste them. (laughs) Uh, But we're getting really clear on what your ideal client is experiencing and what they want to experience from you in order to know that you are the right person to work with. Now, I'm going to go through a couple of different categories that this might look like when it comes to like sharing on social media or what you're giving out to the world. So basically the messaging that you're putting forward, your copywriting, like everything that you're putting out to the world. So I'm going to share with you, maybe there's some areas here that you haven't considered, or maybe you need to lean into a little bit more in order to embody that go-to person that they're looking for. Now, obviously I just want to put a caveat here. This is with absolute integrity and absolute authenticity. So I'm not asking you to do anything that is outside who you are as a person and be the person that you're not, right? Like, please don't think that that's what I'm saying. There are elements that you need to lean on or strengthen or get more confident in, in order to become that go-to person and fully embody that person, but still authentically as you are. So let me share this a little bit more. So if you were to do an audit 
on all the content that you put out. So all the videos you create, all the blog posts, you know, any forms of articles, your uh, website, your content pieces, like your posts, your reels, like all of that. If you were to do a full audit of that, I want you to put a lens over it and consider whether your ideal client needs to feel more vulnerable with you. Do they need to trust you? Like if you are the person that they're working with, how important is trust? Now, trust is built on vulnerability. So you need to have the courage to share vulnerable pieces of yourself. Now, I've shared with you on the podcast before that this has always been a real challenge of mine of being this place of like, where are you sitting in in between this professional person compared to this authentic person sharing elements of your life? And I was listening to one of my mentors share about, about this the other day. And she was talking about how it's important that there's elements of teaching, elements of selling and elements of being their friend. So you want to obviously show the vulnerability side and share what you would share with friends through your social media piece to build that relationship because we're all in the relationship marketing game. So if you want to attract your dream clients, then you need to think about how you can build that relationship as a friend with them. What would they want to see from you from a vulnerable point of view? Now, there's multiple here that I'm going to go through. So don't think that this, like if you're already sharing the vulnerable piece, that's amazing. And so maybe then there's other pieces here that you're missing or that you need to um, turn up a notch or maybe you need to add. So the next one is education. Now, education is really key because it's where you show your credibility. It's where you show your skills. It's where you show your knowledge. So I want you to do an order and think about like over the last month, what educational pieces did you share? And were there elements that maybe it wasn't enough? So what I often see is sometimes that people are doing lots of content pieces, as in they're doing posts, they're doing reels, they're doing stories, but there's no long form content. So there's no long form content to get to truly know your expertise because there's only so much that you can share in a post. So that's where I would suggest considering doing a blog, an article, a podcast, like, or, you know, long form videos, YouTube videos, like starting to consider that bulkier content that's going to actually help you build a relationship with your clients, with your dream clients, but also educate. So then they see your skill, they see what you're so good at and creates that uniqueness, right? The next one is more of your story. So do you have a story around your business? Do you have a story that you share? How often do you share it? Has it been a little while? Maybe it's worthwhile continuously sharing that. And do you share it enough? So maybe it's about booking yourself on other podcasts to build that credibility and share your story more so it connects with more people. The next one is more of you. So similar to the vulnerability piece, but it could be they need to see more of your face. If they need to work with you, right, if you are the person that they work with one-on-one, it's going to be a little bit different to if you're a face of a company or a business that is more of a product-based business, obviously that's going to be a little bit different, but they still need to see you. So how are they? How do they build a relationship with people and build trust with them if they're not seeing who they are? So this is where I would suggest that that video is so important, that if you are not sharing on video, then you need to lean into this because that's going to fast track your results because it's how people build relationships quicker. Now, reels are great, but they're so quick. It's not really much of a building of a relationship. It's fun. It's entertaining. It's kind of like, eh, it's fun, which is where the next piece, which is entertainment comes into play. But if you're not showing your face, I would start to consider how you could possibly start to build up that confidence and challenge yourself to share on video. 
Now you can mix a few of these together. So it could be that you share your story and vulnerability together on a video. It could be that you do an education piece and that's on a video. So you're actually starting to then hit more birds with one stone. Now, the next one is like the entertainment piece. So are you finding that with all of your content that you're being a little bit too serious? So you're sharing all this great information, but really not sharing anything entertaining with it, or you're not engaging with people. So you might be like putting content out there, but you're actually not asking for the engagement. You're not actually creating that space where they feel safe to share. So it might be that entertainment piece, which will like often sharing like memes or you know, things that people can respond to, which is easy and simple, but it's not too full on or confronting, right? So you start with that relationship on a lower level that is easy for people to respond to entertaining things than it is to, hey, tell me about your trauma. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like you want to start simple and that's where the um, entertainment piece comes into play. Now, the next piece is engagement. So how often are you creating a space for engagement? Are you asking for engagement? Are you asking them for their thoughts? Are you asking them to invest in you as a person? So that's where the relationship piece comes in. And it might be as simple as like, hey, tell me your favorite gluten-free recipes, right? It doesn't have to be too full on, but at least you're building that relationship. It's it's two-way street, not one-way street. So then there's the engagement piece. The next one is kind of similar to education, but it's more of a demonstration. So you want to show how you help people, what you do and how you specifically help them. So this is where it might be like, so as a coach myself, and this is one thing that I need to lean into more because other than doing my masterclasses, I don't necessarily do any live coaching. So this is where I need to start leaning into that and starting to develop that space where I can show demonstrations of the type of coaching that I do. So then think about it from your perspective. What could you show in order to show your uniqueness, your skills, your abilities in order to build that trust, that likability, but also show them that this is if this is a problem you have here, I can show you, I can solve it for you. So demonstrations. Then there is things like behind the scenes. People love to see a bit of the behind the scenes and get really you know, invested in your life. And so you get to obviously choose any of that. So that doesn't necessarily have to be anything you don't want to show, but at least thinking about how you show maybe a day in the life, which the reels are really good for, or you're showing a video of the way that you set up your day or how your rituals, like things like that, that are going to help build that relationship with your dream clients. So Once you have an idea of like what your ideal client would expect from you, you're more likely to then start to lean into that. So for instance, like I've shared this on the podcast before to get more speaking gigs, you need to be speaking more, right? Like when I was approached to speak in an event and asked, okay, can you show me some videos of where I can see what type, how you, what type of speaker you are and I can get a vibe for what your energy is. I had no videos. So I was like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? Like, I obviously want to speak. So I need to prove that I have the ability to do that. And so that's when I went about, okay, I've got to go create some more videos, got to have more content to share that is video based as well as share photos and videos of me speaking on stage. So then people can see that that is a possibility they can hire me for, right? So are you fully embodying the person that other people want to work with? Are you the go-to person for anything in particular? Could you really niche down on something so specific that it makes you become the expert of what it is that you're talking about? So then people know you are the right person to go to for that. Your dream clients want to see that. 
So when I think about like the dream clients that I want to work with, they most likely want to see me succeeding. They want to see me going first. So if I'm asking my clients to show up on video, they're probably going to want to expect to see me on video, right? So all these types of things you need to start to consider that this is probably the reasons why you're not attracting your ideal client because you're not being the person that they would want to work with. So starting to think about that perspective is really key. And then the next piece is how you embody that in your thoughts. Your belief systems are shaping your behavior. It's impacting who you believe you are and it's showing up in your energy. So if you're putting yourself out there, but only kind of like one foot in, one foot out, that lack of confidence or that lack of belief in yourself and the value that you bring can be felt. Other people can feel that. So when you're not fully embodying the leader that you want to be or the go-to person that you want to be, that your ideal client wants to work with, then you need to start working that out first. So I can give you all the action steps like I just did, but without the mindset, you'll end up sabotaging it. So what I want you to ask yourself is, what do you need to believe about yourself, about what you deliver, the value that you bring in order to believe that they are in the best hands with you, that you are the best person for them to work with, right? So if you are finding yourself sabotaging working with these dream clients because maybe they're coming to you, maybe you are attracting them, but then you're sabotaging it, or maybe they're not coming to you because you're not showing up as the version of the person that they want to work with, then you want to start with your mindset. So unlock what that might be. Who do you believe you need to be in order to work with them? And the first things first is you've got to pull them down from the pedestal. Often we put people up on a pedestal and we think, oh, well, you know, I'm not really worthy of working with them or I don't deserve to work on a campaign like that with them or I don't deserve to be their coach. Like often we will have this belief system and then when it comes down to it, they're a human being and you are a human being. So pull them off the pedestal and lift up your belief in yourself to know that when you are in your zone of genius, you are the best fit for them. You can absolutely serve them. You can absolutely solve their problem as long as you believe you are worthy of it. Because if you don't, you will sabotage it. You'll sabotage it in the way that you communicate with them. You'll sabotage it even if you get them on board and they're like, yes, I want to work with you. You'll sabotage the way that you work with them because you'll have this underlying belief system that you're not worthy of them or you'll you know, have stars in your eyes and you'll be like, oh my God, like they're, they know more than me or they're further along in business than I am or whatever it might be that you're telling yourself that is putting them on a pedestal. You've got to build up the belief system in yourself in order to either put you on a pedestal up right next to them so then you're on even par or pull them off the pedestal and recognize that you're both humans. You both have issues. You both go to the toilet. (laughs) You both have challenges and blind spots and you both have zones of genius. So when you're in your zone of genius, you can show up and absolutely serve them on a high level and be their dream go-to person. So I want you to set yourself up to be that go-to person. Honestly, like do the work here, work on your mindset, then work on the things that are going on on externally. So how you're showing up and the version of you that you're putting forward and recognizing that you can absolutely solve their problem. When you show up in that energy, you show up in that power, they absolutely are attracted to you because they want to be around you. You become magnetic. Now, the last little piece to this 
is your money mindset that's attached to that. Because if you believe that they are earning more money and you're not worthy of working with them because they earn a lot more, I'm just imagining that these amazing dream clients are epic people and they're like raking it in. If you believe that for you to charge, like sometimes it even comes down to your pricing, right? Because if you are pricing at a low level, then you're going to be attracting a low level client that isn't willing to invest any more than that low level price. So if you are needing to raise your prices and you may need to work on your money mindset to be able to believe that you are worthy of charging more and that by doing that, you'll start to attract those high level dream clients because they will see the value in it, right? They'll see the value in spending more. So if you need to work on your money mindset, then I'm not going to go through all of that in detail today, but you can definitely check out my free guide, which is the 10 money mindset shifts you need to supercharge your business. You can find the link in the show notes so you can download it, check it out. And if you need any, if you have any questions, make sure that you reach out to me on social media. I hope this episode has served you well and I wish you all the best and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening and I'll speak to you on Thursday. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.